Hello and welcome. Alex Acuff here. Uh, welcome to our latest interview with some top producing agents with eXp Realty and our organization. Uh, in these interviews, we're going to explore everything about their business, their brand, and how they're growing their rev share through eXp Realty. So today we have Chad and Jennifer Beasley on the show today. Chad and Jennifer, why don't you guys go ahead and introduce yourself, kind of tell everybody where you are, your story, a little bit about you. Great. Thanks for having us on today. Yeah, we're excited. Um, I'm Chad. This is Jen. Um, so we are in the uh, in the Birmingham, Alabama market. Um, we live in Chelsea, Alabama, in Shelby County, and that's sort of our our sweet spot. You know, um, we've been in the Chelsea area for what, 17? 16, 17 Lots years, years, something like that. <laughs> so we we've marketed heavily to the area um, over a lot of years, and 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 kind of grown into being. Um, well, we've been the, the, the top selling agent in Chelsea for uh, going on 10 years now. Um, and so that's that's where we are. I've been in business overall for 25 years. Jen got licensed and joined me about four years ago. Um, and um, so I was at before coming to EXP, I was at Remax for the 19 years previous to moving over. Uh, so, uh, moved over to EXP about three years ago, uh, three years ago this month, actually. So yeah. cool. Well, it's been awesome. You know, uh, we've been, um, I guess kind of Facebook friends. I don't think we've ever met in person, but, uh, with our organization, <laughs> we've been a part of a lot of the same masterminds yeah. and, um, it's been really amazing to get to kind of see, uh, your, your guys's growth and watching your organization a little bit. Um, so, yeah, you said you came from Remax, and uh, you were in the business for you said 19 years with them, and then an, an additional six um, afterwards. So, uh, tell us a little bit about like how you got into real estate, kind of what brought you into this industry. So, uh, I started in 1997. Um, we uh, um, at the time I was working uh, as a in, in, at a financial planning firm. I, my my degree from Alabama was uh, in family financial planning, and I was working for a uh, a fee only financial planning firm here in the Birmingham area. And we started I was teaching school. Yeah, we started driving around <laughs> looking at pretty houses, and before we knew it, we were trying to buy our first house. And through that process, I met a guy who first started trying to get Jen to get her license. Um, <laughs> And because um, it was before I actually had graduated, or uh, well, had gotten a full time position, yeah, he was like, aid. he was like, "Do not, you don't need to be a teacher. You need to be a realtor." And I was like, "No, I need to be a teacher. That's what I went to school for." That's right. <laughs> so I was um, through that. You know, I was already I was on salary. I was working, um, you know, for a fee only financial planning firm. I was on salary. I came out of college making a whopping twenty four thousand dollars a year. Um, I had gotten the, I had gotten a raise or two. I got the CFP designation, Certified Financial Planner designation, which is not easy to get. I mean, it's a long study process and then a, a two-day exam that you have <clears throat> that you have to pass. And you know, so I got that, and after that, got a not a raise but a bonus for passing that. So I'm yeah. like, I stand to make less money next year than this year after achieving this. You know, so I. I was quickly learning that I wasn't cut out to be um, stuck behind a desk with the guy in the corner office office deciding what I was going to make month after month, year after year. That's um, right. I was dying, you know, just being stuck in an office all day, you know, punching a clock. We had this program called time. I think it was time time stamps or something like that. We had to log every everything we were doing all day long. And the rebel in me would start going went to the bathroom, you know, <laughs> logging that in on there just because it just drove me crazy. So one day I get a call. Uh, I was in the lunchroom with my kids uh, at this point was teaching and uh, we had bought our first house and yeah. things were rocking along. And I get a call saying I needed to take a call and went into the office in the lunchroom and he went, Hey Jen, I should quit my job. And I was like, what? So he, at that point he already had his real estate license. He was yeah. kind of doing it you know, behind the scenes, didn't let very few people know because um, it probably wouldn't have gone over well. Um, yeah, I got licensed in September of 97 and in January of 98 is when that phone call happened. Yeah. Okay. So, and I was scared, but I mean, it uh, best decision he ever made. I mean, it was such a perfect fit for him. It was not easy. And anybody no. that's been in it, especially as long as uh, we have, 
the roller coaster ride of ups and downs. And we say, you know, especially then, I mean, you go from a salary job to full commission, you're unemployed after every closing. Um, so, uh, but man to have the control, um, put back into his hands and having no ceiling on what he could accomplish, uh, was life-changing. Yeah. It, uh, it definitely motivates you. And, and it's kind of funny, you know, uh, you said stamping, uh, uh, talking about clocking yourself. And, um, someone asked me and they were like, so how many hours do you work in real estate? I'm like, well, <laughs> Be easier to calculate the hours you don't work. Five. I wake up at five, and the first text message starts around seven a.m. So, yeah. from then until about thirty minutes before bedtime. <laughs> but yeah, uh, yeah. And so then we dream can, about it too, right? Sometimes. But it just That's becomes. Right. It sort of just. I tell people all the time, especially agents, that people are thinking about getting into it. It's more of a lifestyle than it is a job. Right. You know, it yeah. just becomes part of who you are. That's right. That's right. I, I, I tell everybody there's really no work-life balance. It's a work life that you were just, you're working to balance all the time, all in one. And right. it's, it, it's really hard, you know, and it is really hard. You know, most people that swap over to real estate, they really, they really struggle a lot with um, separating their time at work versus time with their families. So mm -hmm. um, I think that's always something to have a conversation about, especially when you're bringing on yep. new agents and everything, wanting to really kind of understand their business, where they're at. And, you, you know, of course, whenever someone makes a big life decision of changing their careers, uh, you've got to make sure that you know who all that impacts and what it means to them too. So mm -hmm. super, super important. So when you got into real estate, you're running and gunning behind the scenes, still a certified financial planner. You got your CFP and mm -hmm. you're working in real estate. So tell me kind of when you got rolling into real estate and you finally get out of being a financial planner, what was working for you? What were you doing in your business to really build business and get gain some momentum? And it looks like Jennifer's about to laugh at it. I mean, anything well, and everything that I could find. He's about to age himself. Well, he's I mean, tell you things. Yeah, I mean, I was going to say things is there are a so beeper involved. Oh, it's totally a beeper. <laughs> there, yeah, there was a beeper. Hey, and I'm not a big guy. There, you know, <laughs> back then, you know, in 1997, I was 26 years old, and I. What? I might have weighed 145 pounds soaking wet. <laughs> so that beeper hanging on my belt, I had a guy one day going, man, you got a suitcase hanging on your waist. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, it looked so funny. But yes, there were, there were beepers. Um, there were uh, uh, landline yeah. uh, calls to fax machines. owners. Um, <laughs> hand delivering listing. Listen, um, I, I came in right beepers. at the end of the old MLS book. Yeah. Oh there man, was, there the was, blue book. And no it, was, it was the end of it. Yeah. No GPS. Birmingham market. It was about that thick. Yeah, he like it was a big deal when we got him. A, was it a Tom Tom? Oh for yeah. Christmas one year because yeah. before he would be out showing houses. I had a map to, book. Had a map uh, there was a spiral map book you could buy, and you'd look up <laughs> in the index in the back the the street name, and it would tell you like what page and the cord, you know, which quadrant <laughs> of the page that that street was on, and then you're flipping through trying to figure out how to get there. For everyone wondering, a TomTom -tom is like a, is a GPS. <laughs> we had him in my mom's van when I was little. Yeah, stuck it on the when dash. You, little, the so you might have been selling Tom -tom. real estate at the same time. We were pre-TomTom. -tom. I'm old, man. <laughs> I know. I looked at my dad. My dad's name's Tom. I was like, hey, look, that got a, a new thing you can put in your car called a TomTom. So you're always going to be there. Um, so but when I started in 1997, it was a different world, right? Yeah, there, there was no Facebook. There was no Instagram or TikTok. There, you know, all those ways that everybody now can, you know, very inexpensively get the message out that this is what I do for a living does, didn't exist back then. That's right. Um, so I did a lot of sitting in Sunday open open houses for other agents, just trying to, um, you know, and, and, and every now and then you'd pick up a, a buyer that was looking for something and, and, and be able to sell that person something. I tell agents all the time, you know, the great thing about open houses or anything like that, even if you don't, even if it doesn't end in you walking away from there with a client, yeah. it's practice in talking to people about real estate, which is valuable. It gets more and more comfortable for you. So I did a lot of that. I mean, pretty much every weekend. That's right. I, look, I, I did door knocking, you know, I did. Um, I would go on Sunday afternoons and visit for sale by owner open houses and just go in and talk to them and go, hey, I'm just I saw that your house. I just want to come in and check it out and, you know, just meet them, try to build some sort of rapport so that when they decided they were sick of this for sale by owner thing, maybe they would call me first, you know. And if when he would right. get the one or two listings to be able to um, advertise in the Homes and Land magazine, 
that would be something you could pick up outside of a restaurant. That, yeah. used, that was uh, our advertising, right? right? To have, or in the newspaper. Yeah. And we would advertise yeah. listings in the newspaper. That's right. That's right. So, so I'm not sure any of that's going to help. No, no, actually, <laughs> it, it's super important you said all that. And, the, and, hey, and I was Sunday actually nights, I would. I would spend Sunday nights going through the uh, for sale by owner ads in the newspaper and calling them just touching right. base just because I, my theory was after those open houses, they were defeated and disgusted that they still hadn't sold the house after two or three weeks. And maybe they're ready to talk to somebody to, to turn yeah. it over to professionally. Yep. The highest conversion time frame I ever had uh, for converting for sale by owners was Sunday afternoon after five. Yeah. That would be my yeah. time to call. So much Weekends like you, over and they're not under contract. <laughs> now I know we're not of the same generation, but I will tell you when I got in the business, I went around to the top real estate agents in the office and said, what do you know that works that you don't do or don't have time for? And they mm -hmm. all told me door knocking and cold calling. And I was like, bet that's what I'm, I'm about to hammer this. And so yeah. I bought a triple line dialer calling every landline in Auburn and, uh, and door knock 50, 50 doors every afternoon and wow. in the sweltering heat. And that's actually how I got my business started too. So between yeah. that and then hiring a coach to help me prospect for sell by owners and do really solid presentations, um, that is still actually pretty much the core of our business. You know, as the market has shifted now, we went from a very much a gathering stage of real estate to now we have to go out and hunt. And luckily we were doing the things beforehand preparing our agents and showing them exactly how to go out and find business instead of waiting, waiting for the phone to ring. So yeah. uh, super important. And, and, you know, I think what you talk about, uh, you know, sitting in open houses, it builds momentum. You build the conversation, you build the comfortable conversation. So, mm -hmm. and also you get into conversation with people and you discover questions about things you never even thought to ask before. So yeah. you're even more prepared for the next conversation. So I, you know, I never really had someone to script practice with. So I always used open houses about five days a week, door knocking and cold calling as my way yeah. of just, I would practice on the public. They would have to have to do. Well, that was me. I'm, I've never been a script guy. Yeah. Um, of course, I mean, some of these coaches and everything will tell you, yeah, you are, you're, you know, there are things that you say that become your scripts. And I guess I, I get that. Um, sure. Maybe I tell the same stories over and over again or whatever it is, but that's right. I, I just have been, you know, it, it's always had to be natural for me finding common ground with people and just finding something to, to get on the same wavelength with them and make a connection. Mm -hmm. um, and to me, that's hard to do in the middle of a script. Well, um, and now, if you're doing the open houses, yes, that's practice as a new agent. Um, anytime you have time to talk about it um, and you're right, coming up with questions, things you haven't thought about, but now, wow, the ability to promote listings right. and open houses and showing you are doing. Yeah. Showing that you're an active estate. agent, that you're out yeah. there doing something. I right. mean, you, on you social media. Gone some of the things we did in the olden days with the ability to promote it that. It shortens the timeline. It's incredible what new agents can do. You can get up and running faster now than you used to. And that's really positive. So on that note, let's kind of skip forward a little bit, kind of meshing the, I guess, old with the new uh, and marketing and everything. So let's go ahead and jump into your business. You're about 19 years in the business. Let's talk a little bit more. You know, you're on here. We're talking, you're in our organization. You're out, you're right there in Birmingham. And so let's talk about, you had already become the top producing selling agent in your area. You were um, absolutely killing it with Remax. Why the change? And tell me kind of how the transition happened and how you ended up coming over to EXP and, and, and what was that decision like and those conversations? So it, it all started, um, Honestly, I had not paid a bit of attention to EXP. I had heard the name, but didn't mm -hmm. know anything about it. There really wasn't it much going on with EXP in our area. Um, and when Gusty Goulis decided to close Brick Realty and, and move it over to EXP, you know, I knew Gusty. We weren't, it wasn't like we were great friends and we're talking every day or anything. I knew him and we had done a deal or two together and I, you know, respected him and everything. But for that, for him to take that company and shut it down and move it over to EXP, it made me go, what? Why in the world would he do that? So then I start Googling and I start watching videos on EXP and I start learning what the model's about and all that sort of stuff, which brought up a lot of questions in my mind and I was intrigued by it. Um, now, keep in mind, I was 
about 22 years total in the business, 19 of those at, at Remax, at the Remax office I was with, had a great relationship with my broker, loved all the people there. I wasn't looking to move. I had no reason to make a change. So this wasn't Chad's unhappy and he's looking around for things. This just made me go, hmm, what's up with that? And then I start trying to learn more about it. And the more I learned, you know, I was just, I, I told Jen one day, we were sitting in the den drinking our coffee early one morning, you know, and um, I said, you know, I just can't shake this EXP thing. And she said, what are you talking about? I said, the, the company that Gusty moved to, um, you know, I've just been looking into it and it's really, there's some really cool things about it. And if it's legit, it could be a game changer. And she's like, well, why don't you talk to somebody? I'm like, because that'll open a big old can of worms, <laughs> you know? Um, and I had known Jenny Williams for a long time. So I called Jenny up and I'm like, hey, um, I've, I'm, I'm intrigued by this EXP thing. Oh, you yeah. know, and like I, everybody else says, I'm not moving. Right. I told her, I I'm was like, moving. look, I'm not looking to make a change. <laughs> I'm just really curious about this. Uh, I'm seeing a lot of stuff about it that sounds pretty, pretty neat you know, what do you know about it? And she's, you know, and she's telling me cause she had moved, you know, mm -hmm. uh, I guess she had been at EXP eight or nine months at that point. And um, so we talked a little bit. And by the end of that phone call, I was like, look, I want to sit down with you and talk, but this has to happen in the corner of a very dark basement under a dimly lit light bulb, because if people see us together talking then you know, it's going to get back and, you know, it's just going to cause all kinds of problems when I'm really not make, making a move. And I just don't want, the drama. So I just want to learn some things and then we'll go from there, you know. Not that there's drama in real estate. No. Anywhere. No, not at all. <laughs> not not with brokers and all that no. sort of stuff. Um, so we met and talked and, um, and I was saying, Jen was all in from the sign? beginning. Yeah. And listen, and I was too. I loved it. I was all about it. It was just a very difficult move for me because I had been at the same place for 19 years. I wasn't upset about anything. I wasn't looking to make a change. Well, I, mean, I wasn't unhappy with my broker. This was just the traditional brokerage versus yeah. the modern brokerage. Yeah. At, at that time, I was 48. So I was I was approaching 50. I'm 51 now. Um, yep. and, I, and I was at that stage of my career of, you know, at the time that I walked out of that REMAX office year to date in September of 2019, I was the number two REMAX agent in the state of Alabama. So I'm looking at it as, you know, I'm up there in the upper echelon of my peers. What's next? I mean, I've got a lot, I've got a lot left in the tank, but do I want to keep doing what I'm doing at the level that I'm doing it for 20 or 30 more years, you know, um, what's, and so the, the EXP business model offered opportunities to where I could see an opportunity to eventually get off the hamster wheel and kind of do the business that I want to do without feeling like I have to sell 70 or 80 houses a year. So, and, and that very in the important end, thing to talk about for sure. Yeah, and so in the end, that was sort of, that was the thing that I finally made the decision that, you know, people call, call me, call us because of who we are and our reputation in the business and, and all of that. And not because of, what company logo is on the sign. And so I made the, the, the you know, kind of came to the realization. I knew this, but I kind of told myself, Hey, if I, if I make a change, my business is going to stay what it is. Nothing's going to change about that. And so if the other things about EXP that are appealing to me don't pan out, I, I really haven't lost anything other than I decide I don't like the company and go crawling back the other way. And I've, you know, there's a little bit of uh, ego damage to going, Oh, I was wrong, you know? And yeah. uh, so I finally decided, you know what, I have to do this, you know, for our future, I, I had to give it a shot and just see how it worked. And so Jennifer, so far. Yes. What was it you were about to say earlier? You were, what was like when you were, you were already over the fence. He was still yes. hanging on. He was about to leave me behind. There was well, at one point. Tell, this what was, was a, it? Like what, what, ticked it, what ticked it for you when you uh, were like, oh, this is a no-brainer. Okay. So I can give the perspective. of I had only, I had only yeah, had you my license for a little while, right? You watched Vigo for a while, didn't you? Yeah. Well, and I mean, I, <laughs> I, watched, I watched every year. Uh, first of all, it got better and better. And he always did more and more. And then we survived the crash. 
and I went back to teaching school for a little while because you do what you got to do. And yeah. in 2010, 2011, um, I watched the hardest uh, years of his life as a realtor, um, as a family. I mean, uh, I had a friend that asked, you know, well, what's Chad going to do now? Well, what do you mean? What's he going to do? <laughs> He's going to sell houses is what he does. Um, and he did that. And we did other things to make it through. And that is why we came out as the top agent in Chelsea, because he did the hard things and he did it the right way. And he was still standing. But when I saw the model of EXP and he explained it to me, and I was like, okay, wait, there are multiple ways to generate income through this company that's not just about selling houses. If we had had this model from the beginning, oh my word, I, I get so excited for young agents, new agents that come up on board with us at eXp from the beginning, that it, limitless. Yeah, and they're not going to do the grind that he, I watched him do year after year after, even the great years, he'd go, Okay, well, that was awesome. I'm the top selling blah, blah, blah. And uh, go, I got to do it again. Oh, crap. I, <laughs> I got to do, do it again. again. And it, 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 it is a fantastic there, business. Listen, but there were hard. some, you know, early January days, several years <laughs> where I'm looking back and celebrate for a minute, but then looking forward with just like my face ghostly white and in fear of, am I about to get exposed as a fraud? Because how in the world am I going to turn around and do that again or beat that, you know? Um, but he that's, gonna, just, that's a very that was a way we to, could stop yeah, having and, to do all of that. And I, I'm completely with you. You know, my business partner, Mary Gill and I have looked at that a couple of times going, man, that's a hell of a year. It's January one new year, new mm -hmm. numbers. We we're like, Oh, here we go. Yep. <laughs> so, you know, but then that starts getting you thinking about leverage and where can you leverage to get your life back. Cause at this point, you know, it, it's, you make enough money, right? So now you're trying to find out well, how can I, how can I leverage all this knowledge, all this time spent in the business, building this amazing database, this amazing group of friends, a sphere, this community being, you know, entangled in that. How do you leverage that? And how do you take it to the next level? Because if you don't, you're going to keep doing the same mountain over yep. and over That's and exactly over again. Right. And it gets really frustrating when you're standing on that first mountain, like Jarek talks about, and you look across at the other one, but the company you're at is not giving you the compass that helps you get from here to here, right? Mm -hmm. So you get all the way down to the bottom and you start back up and realize you just climbed the same hill over and over yeah. and over again. So um, that's what I like about it. I think they just do an amazing job giving all the agents all the right tools. The I call it the necessary compass in your business to to show you the direction you need to go. Um, yeah. You know, if you're killing it in transactions, there's an opportunity to maybe change directions and put more time into agent attraction and bringing people on. So, um, and with that said, we're going to segue right into your organization. I want you to tell yeah. me about your amazing organization. I see a lot of promotion on Facebook about them. Mm -hmm. I can tell that you guys are over the over the mountain. And through the woods, happy about them and what they're doing. So tell me a little bit about your organization. How big is it? How long you've been growing it? And what are you doing to build it? So, yeah, we um, it's really been cool because it's just all grown very organically. Um, we are not recruiters that are out there hand, ham, you know, hammering the phones and beating people over the head and trying to drag them to EXP. That's just not who we are. Um, so it truly has been just like the you know, the company promotes it and wants it to be is it's, it's an attraction model. We, everybody that has come on, it, it's, it's, it's been through attraction. Um, and so we moved over in September of 97. The first agent that joined us probably was, it was September or October. Yeah. I mean, it was right after that. And then, um, and then Mary Martin Brown, that you know. Oh, time out, time out. You said you joined September of 97? I'm oh. sorry. <laughs> Not 19. I'm sorry. I've got 97 <laughs> when I started real estate in my head. Like, September of 19. We're, 19. we're a little pre-EXP. Yeah, it is pre-TomTom. Hey, I, pre I wish we had thought of this. Yeah, I know. <laughs> sorry, I don't mean to cut so, you off. Keep going. We started I'm September of 2000. I'm glad you did. Uh, September of 2019, and, and it was... The end of that month or early October, one of the two that, that Lori called and she mm -hmm. came over immediately. And then 
Um, you know, Mary Martin Brown, um, she, yep. she got her license in December of 19 and joined us then. And, um, she's set the world on fire. And so, I mean, that's kind of where it started and sitting here today, our organization is, um, 67 agents strong, um, with man, what a quality, just fun group of people um, who are out there doing their business the right way. And we're in three different states. Yeah. Awesome. Um, you know, it's just, I, I just hopping back to Mary Martin. Um, she was one of the reasons why I was fired up about coming to EXP. She had talked to us when we were at Remax yeah. about getting her license. And, you know, we always have a kind of broke her heart. We always have a very real conversation with anybody thinking about getting in the business. That it I'm having is flashbacks of my interview with her. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, we we're just very upfront with people that you're not starting a new job. Yeah. You are you are you're starting a business. a business. You are going to be the owner and the CEO and CFO and all the things. And it's Janitor. not just it's not just a job. And um we were at Remax and we're, it's too expensive. It's not a place we can grow a new agent. And when he found this model. They this don't is, call it Femax for nothing. They, <laughs> it was probably been a couple of weeks before we really found uh, EXP and dug into it. And as soon as he shared that with me, that was one of the things I was the most excited about. I was like, this is it. This is a brilliant model for somebody like us who are top producers. Oh my word, the benefits are incredible with stock awards and ability to grow a revenue share and all the things, but also for new agents, yeah. it's inexpensive. The training is outstanding and we can do it and grow and give back just like so many people that gave to you. So as soon as we thought we were making the decision, I called her and I went, Hey, if you still want to do this, just hang tight. We're cause I told her we couldn't before I was like, but we're going to be able to do this. So just hang on. And she was my first phone call when he went in the first time to mm -hmm. leave his brokerage. Um, hindsight, two, two times. I should have gone <laughs> in with him, but um, he went in to let him know we were leaving. And I called Mary Martin and he came home and said, well, I'm going to pray about it a little more. Mission, mission aborted. But um, anyway, fast forward. What if we hadn't come to EXP? Uh, we would have missed out on being a part of something super incredible and not just Mary Martin, uh, so many other agents that have come on brand new with us yeah. um, that have been given a platform at a company that pours in, grows and trains and makes it worth our while financially to give our top and to give. I mean, we do it anyway because we love it. But how cool is it that we also get compensated for it too? Yeah. Um, it's just this amazing platform where everybody wins. Um, and we, we are training and growing some incredible agents yeah. in our organization. And it's my, it's my favorite part. Yeah, I, I mean, it. it's cool. I mean, because like she was saying, for a brand new agent, you know, the EXP model is, is an inexpensive place to hang your license and get your business started. Because from the company standpoint, if you don't sell anything one month, you're only paying the company $85. You know, when, when I was at Remax, I mean, it was, I forget the exact numbers. It was between 14 and $1,600 a month. Um, which was tough. At, you know, which was tough in 2010. I, I, you know, I didn't even have a desk at the office, you know, but my desk fee for a, for a home-based agent was $795 plus, you know, I forget the exact numbers that you pay to the, um, to the region every month. You know, it was, $230 or something like that. And then there were some other things on top of that. And then when she came on paying for her and um, E&O every year and, you know, and then there's another, um, it was $490 or something a year to Remax International. So there's all these fees that are stacking up. So it's beautiful for the brand new agent because you don't have all of those things while you're trying to get started. But, but guess what? For top producing agents, I remember when the mark, when the market crashed and, and, you know, things stopped selling and we just didn't have the volume going like we, we needed and writing those checks every month meant I was writing a check for $1,200 or whatever it is back then, instead of having $1,200 that I could put into my business to try to get more business in the door, mm -hmm. you know, and that's a game changer. I mean, when you're just trying to survive versus being able to keep getting business in the door. Yeah. Um, and so it's, it's such a beautiful platform 
And that's the way I look at the EXP model. It's, it's just this platform that you can build your business on however you want to make it look, whether you want to grow a big team or you want to be an individual agent or you just want to sell three houses a year or whatever it is, the platform is there for you to build it how you want it. Um, so and it's so when really someone cool. comes to you and tells you, I just want to sell real estate, I really don't care about the rev share. I don't care about any of that other stuff. You know, you know, what's that conversation like with those agents whenever they're like, look, I look the rev share stuff and, and the stocks, I don't really care. I just want to sell homes. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've had those conversations with people and the, and the thing that, that, that people need to know is the, you know, nobody's ever looking over your shoulder going, how many people have you recruited this month? Or, you know, I mean, that, that doesn't happen. <laughs> That's a good myth. It, it, it is not, <laughs> yeah, it's not a requirement and nobody's going to bug you about it. We are going to help you if you, if you have someone that you're talking to and, and, and you need to introduce them so that we can help answer questions or whatever. We're all in on that and love to do it. Um, but there, there is no requirement for that. In fact, company-wide, the statistic that I've heard is there are only 12% of the 84,000 plus agents at EXP that participate in revenue share. Mm -hmm. So it's a right. small minority of people that are even doing that. So there are a lot of people that are out there just selling real estate and don't get involved in the building an organization and attracting agents. I just tell people, I'm like, man, everyone looks at you like, you know, if I'm talking to a pretty good producing agent or just, you know, if they're an average producing agent and I'm yeah. like, you know, you like selling homes, right? And they're like, yeah, that's all I want to do. I really don't care about stocks. I really don't care about this or that. It's like, how do you like the relationship with the other agent across the table? And you're like, oh, you know, it's whatever. I'm like, well, what if you had an opportunity to have a better relationship with all the agents that you work mm -hmm. with? Right. And yeah. it's not that you're trying to sell them anything, but the, it's like, you're actually trying to create, co-opetition and not competition oh, I and, love that. Yeah. And, and having that that conversation having all those conversations you know getting beyond just an inspection repair with the agent or you know having really good relationships getting to know where they're from uh finding out you know your six degrees of separation with people and then all of a sudden you know down the road something happens at their brokerage it always does and if there's an opportunity there where they were like hey you know that guy alex was super nice i did a deal with and he was at what company was that i'm going to give him a shout you know, mm -hmm. um, that's what I tell people. I'm like, because if you leave yourself with that opportunity, I mean, it's yeah. your family's going to going to be very thankful you did. Yeah. Um, that's right. We just had an agent join us that she called me either the day it was announced that I came to EXP or the day after or something like that. She, one of those what the heck phone calls, you know, I've known her for a long <laughs> yeah. time and I got a lot of those. What the, You've been there forever. I thought, you know, yeah. what, why would what you happened? ruin the business? Uh, yeah, exactly. Yes. Um, and so she called me and and we talked a little bit and we've talked a couple of times since then, but she just moved to EXP a couple, a couple of weeks ago. I mean, it's been a three year journey from the time she first reached out to me till she decided to make the move. So yeah. you just never know when, when somebody's time is going to come that they're ready to look around and, you know. And for someone that's listening to this right now and they're kind of thinking, hey, you know, maybe I will have that conversation and everything just so we can kind of shed some real, not real numbers, but some real light on this. Now, mm -hmm. with adding now coming over to EXP and you've been this top producing agent, which means you sell a lot of homes, obviously, at at least a really good price point. So yeah, we sold last year, we closed 74 transaction sides yeah. at twenty nine point two million. Yeah. So now having that rev share coming in. Has, mm -hmm. How has that affected your ability doing business and like how you feel like, because I'll be honest with you, it would always stress me out starting over every year, right? Because you're like, oh my yeah. God, I've got to get a 29.2 million again at least or else people are going to think I'm a fraud, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, look, this year is a perfect example. I mean, this, this year's been tough for everybody and we're yeah. not going to do 29.2 million this year. Um, yeah. It's just been harder to get the listings. The, you know, the, the first part of the year buyers, I mean, we were writing eight offers for every buyer before we got anything under contract. So you're just not doing the same number of transactions or we're not anyway. It's been and, and then there are 6000 agents in the Birmingham market or whatever now. So everybody's got an uncle or a cousin or a sister that's a that's a realtor now. Um, so we're just not doing quite as many deals. And I mean, that'll change, but that's just the way this year has been. And so there have been some months where, you know, we haven't had the closings that we would have liked to have had and, and to, you know, to have that comfort level of cash flow. And that ref share check has been really nice to kind of smooth out some of those dips, you know, uh, in there. And uh, it's, it's, it's real. I mean, it's, it, it's been a real benefit to our family. Last year it was coming in and there we, you know, 
we were having months where we had more than we needed and that ref share check would just get shifted over to shapes to savings every month, which is yeah. amazing. I mean, that's kind of how I really looked at the opportunity when we first saw it is his business and our business will be what it is. Yeah. And the other that comes along extra, the it's revenue great. share is, uh, well, I mean, and then we haven't even talked about the opportunity to be owners in the company through stock awards and being able to buy it at a discount. Um, we built a pool our first year yeah. uh, <laughs> off of the stock. Um, because pretty nice pool. Of it. Yeah, I've seen it with now, your infinity edge. Yeah, that's right. Uh, now, uh, there are no pools being built off the stock right now because you know, <laughs> I'm glad. So It's we, gone the wrong way, but we're buying it yeah, on sale right now. But when that's we right. sold, we sold um, some of our first shares that we we were uh, that we bought on the the discount purchase. We bought them at like I don't know five or six dollars a share, and when we sold them in February of twenty twenty, yeah, um, we were able to sell them for like one hundred and fifty dollars a share. Like, yeah, first, I know Jenny bought it, a new car. It was <laughs> yes, so that was what we did with that. Now. Now we're just, you know, I'm loving, I know it sounds crazy. I'm loving the stock market where it is because this is where we started at, you know, five, $8 a share. And we know it's going to go up. So these stock awards that we're getting right. when one of our sponsored agents sells their first home or a stock award that we're getting, you know, for, for capping or icon or whatever it is, um, man, I love it when we're awarded those at the bottom of the barrel because yeah, when it comes back, it's going to yeah, be gonna awesome. Be beautiful. But yeah. Um, yeah, there's that. And then the revenue share and all the things that I look at as another piece of the pie for retirement, because until we acted like grownups and acted, and this was before EXP, we, we did, uh, but even before I was a part of it officially, Chad didn't necessarily do his business like a business. Mm -hmm. And we we love sharing our story about, you know, not making some good choices where, you know, taxes were involved and all the grown up things that you uh, don't think about when you That's get right. your license. We love to yeah. share our bumps in the road with that, too. But, um, you know, so we're kind of digging out a hole because we didn't do it, do it right from the beginning. And when we when I saw this opportunity with this company, I'm like, OK, game changer. You've never been anywhere where you were, were awarded stock in the company so that when we help it grow and do better and and we do more for the company and we help agents do more for the company that it grows and our stock grows i've got a uh, down in the basement i got a box of trophies and plaques and ribbons from remax i i tried taking them and you know cashing them in and it didn't work i didn't get anything for them. no money for that Top, <laughs> you've never told anybody that i can tell <laughs> number two agent in the state of alabama and he Honestly, there were times when he would get an award and we'd get a bill for um, paying for the plaque. Yeah, there was one in particular that I, you know, they asked me which which version I wanted and I looked at it and it was going to be like $200 for the plaque. I'm like, I don't want the plaque. I'm not paying for that. Yeah. I don't need that. <laughs> so you guys have been kind of through the ebbs and flows of all the markets. And it really sounds like you guys have put on your armor. You figured out how to fight through. You know, you figured out how to really kind of enjoy this life of real estate now. Um, you know, for the agent out there that's just now getting started, like what kind of advice can you tell them as they start to build their business? Um, maybe not at EXP or with EXP, but what are some things that you're kind of telling your agents today that are new agents to really help them uh, start building some momentum? Um, you know, I, I think one, you're, I mean, I think where everybody has to start is with your sphere of influence. I mean, that's just, Mm -hmm. vitally important. You got to build a database of people who already know, like, and trust you and make sure you stay in front of them so that they don't forget what you do for a living. Um, uh, I mean, it's, it's, it's so much easier to retain customers from those people that already know, like, and trust you than to go and, and get somebody that doesn't have a clue who you are to mm -hmm. trust you to do business with them. So that, that's one thing. Um, the other one, just Jen, Jen hit on that a little bit is just setting everything up and running this like a business and, and growing it like a business and not treating it like a hobby or, you know, I mean, what you have to understand is every commission check that comes in. Yeah. On the surface, maybe it looks great that it's a big number, 
but it's not all yours. Part of it belongs to the government. Part of it belongs to your business because you gotta you gotta invest back into it to continue to stay in business. To, That's right. You know, um, yeah. and so it's it's figuring that part out is is so important. And I think the earlier you do that, the better. Yeah. yeah. And, and I, then and then when the the tough times come and things don't, I mean, you just gotta keep going. I mean, just you know, it's hard, but you know, w- when you get, I mean, there there are times when, when the market crashed before in that. 2008 to 2011 period. Yeah. Were there times that I sat in front of my computer with the phone, not ringing, Googling things like bankruptcy. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) I I never filed, but I Googled it to learn a little bit about it. Um, And, and and I don't even know if it exists anymore. I go on monster.com going, is there something here I could do, you know, but I never left real estate. (laughs) I I just, and I kept on pushing and I kept talking to people and I kept getting out there every day and, you know, the cool thing about that story is, is, you know, the bottom of it for us were 2010 and 11. I mean, we went, you know, we had a, about a hundred thousand dollar drop in gross income from the peak for us down to the, the trough. And, and that's a big hit. That was about, I mean, that was about a 50% hit to our income. Um, and, you know, that, that was tough to stomach. Um, but, if I had given up, if I had said, you know what, I'm not going to do this anymore and gone and just gotten a job doing something or whatever in 2011 when it was so bleak and it was so bad, then 2012 would have never happened. And 2012 ended up being a record year. And it was because I hung around and I kept doing it and I stayed visible that when people started buying again, I had been there all along and my phone started ringing. Yep. Um, and so it bounced back, you know, and so you just got to keep going. That's yeah. that's the main thing. I keep telling people in, in this time right now, this is when you start gobbling up market share. If you're an agent, Absolutely. you're already an agent. When the times turn to higher interest rates and less transactions going on, this is now your opportunity to step in and take some market share. Mm-hmm. I tell everybody closings happen every single day. It's your decision whether you're going to be in yep. the room or not. Right. Yep. So are you going to put in the work? And with that, you know, it's always those, you know, agents are always looking for ways to either cut, you know, where can they cut money from? Because really the past two years, everybody's been living pretty fat and happy in the real estate world. Well, now mm-hmm. we're in a point where you've got to really pull back. I mean, pull back a little bit, maybe even on your spending and stuff. So I've been telling people, you know, uh, EXP has got a lot of great things, but one thing that it can definitely do for you is help you scrimp and sc- save, you know, some of that revenue that you've been, that you've been giving away all these years or all this time or giving you that opportunity to kind of pull back even on that. So you can continue to, to invest in yourself and invest in your business, but doing it at a, at a more efficient way with this platform. So right. that's, that's been really, really important in the conversations and really helping people understand that because it sounds like, you know, we haven't really covered it yet, but you know, you spent your career in real estate and we know mm-hmm. what the, what the typical retirement party is. It's a funeral. So uh, I mean, it, it, it's true. In this world, yeah. you guys are now really think of two or three examples from this year. Yeah. <laughs> and you guys are going, man, okay, good. I've, I've been building an organization. We've got some rev share. We've got plenty. We've got a good amount of stock. There's a good opportunity mm-hmm. to buy right now. We're still selling like crazy. Right. And so mm-hmm. now you're still building that, uh, you know, that tangible asset, that real asset in real estate. So I think it's just really important for people to understand that is it, yes, it sounds very amazing to be at EXP, but some of the most important conversations I have with people is about their exit strategy and how they're going to build that, you know, building a legacy, right? How do you build it? Well, and it switches our, our mindset Mm -hmm. is not, I have to, I mean, I can't tell you how many times Chad spoke the words, I'll never retire. I can't retire. I'm not going to retire. I'll just sell houses till, but now if he doesn't want to, he's choosing not to, it's, right. it's a choice. And so now if, if we want to continue to doing, you know, to sell and do at a high level, it's because we want to, mm-hmm. not because we have to, um, it, it's, everything's changed. Um, uh, the only regret I have is not moving sooner. <laughs> I think that's usually most. But God, God's timing is perfect, and yeah. He didn't present this to us till then. And but uh, we're so very grateful. Like I think the, and I had a little bit of this. I mean, I, you know, I'm a skeptic. You know, I see things, and I'm 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 cynical, and I'm like, <laughs> hey, that's too good to be true. There's no way. And I think a lot of agents look at EXP like that. They hear stories like ours, and you know, other people, and they're like, you know, that's just that that's. 
that's not real. It, it doesn't work like that. And then brokers, a lot of them know enough about the model to twist it and make it sound like, hey, it's not going to work like they're telling you it's going to work and all that sort of thing. Um, but man, it's real. And it, and I mean, it really has absolutely changed our lives. Um, I mean, it, it's it, it's the difference between renting your business and owning your business. Um, yeah, 100%. You know, at the traditional model, you know, your rent is a 6% franchise fee yeah, and then yeah, you can choose true. to put it back in and yeah. buy it at a discount. <laughs> I mean, Jen, I'll let you tell this story. She tells it better than I am. Well, about... it's not my story. No, we, we still, we, I forget who was telling this. But, but... I, it's my favorite story because it just makes it so clear of, you know, we all were, I would assume most agents are homeowners, but let's just say, you know, you make a lot of money and you're working at this fantastic job and you go and you rent this million dollar beautiful home for 25 years and man, you love it. And you're just paying that rent every month. And then you decide, well, I want to downsize. Uh, I don't need all this house anymore. And you go to the landlord that you've been helping pay for that home for 25 years. And you go, man, I'm downsizing. Um, I'd like my cut. <laughs> and the landlord's going to tell you what? Sorry, dude. This sand. is my house. I appreciate all those years and years of rent helping me pay and have an equity equity in my house. But you get nothing. So you pack your stuff and you're out and you walk away with nothing. Lots of trophies. And, you know, so it's just the difference. Do you want to rent your business? Would yeah. you ever rent a million dollar house for 25 years? you know, when you have an opportunity yeah. to own it. The flip and, side of that is you bought that house 25 years ago and you've been paying the note and you decide you want to downsize and yeah, you, sell, you it. sell the house. And you know what? You walk away with a big old bucket of equity that you take yeah. with you. And, yeah. and that's the difference yeah, between we where we our, were and where we are now. Well, and even having, uh, so yeah, we have an organization over three years that's grown to about 67. And I mean, it's, it's um, we only have 20 direct to us right. from that. So it's not even that we're, you know, out there attracting all 67. We just, we pour in to the people that we have and they love it so much that they, they go tell somebody else. and they attract it. So, but in three years, we've built something that we tell our kids, man, go get your license. Even if you never want to do this, because we are going to be able to pass this revenue share on to you. We, if we kick the bucket at another company, it's over. Right. There's no money coming in for our kids. So Here's my what sphere. a cool thing, you know? Here's my sphere. Go call them. That's uh, right. They yeah. won't. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, that we haven't really touched on that either. But um, for people that are listening, um, the rev share is actually a willable asset. So if something were to happen yeah. to Jen and Chad, um, they could uh, definitely pass that on to their kids. Um, I, I I know one of them's like a rock star or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Again, he needs to get his He's license. Trying. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Even that's if awesome. they never sell. I mean, he that's he the other like cool Chad part. with long hair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but that's another cool thought too, is one day when we decide, you know, that we all, we want to, you know, when we're 80 uh, <laughs> and don't want to sell, like we used to, if we stop selling, the revenue share does not stop coming in. I that's mean, that's right. so cool. Yep. Yeah. It's so cool. And we can continue to pour in and help and give all of our old person wisdom. Well, I mean, that's the beauty of, of EXP. I mean, they've got it set up and there's something for everybody. It's set up to where it's a great place to start if you're a brand new agent. And, you know, you've got people to pour into you and you've got unbelievable amounts of training from top producing agents all over the world. And um, yeah. You've got a cap on your commissions. Um, you know, if you're a top producing agent, you know, you're out there killing it. And they've got the Icon Award that if you hit certain production requirements, you can get your $16,000 cap paid back to you in company stock. I mean, how cool is that? You know, um, mm -hmm. and then, you know, if you're, you know, really want to participate in growing the company, you know, they, they, they reward you for that as well. I mean, we don't have you know, the overhead that a lot of companies have. So they are able to, to take the money that comes in and give, I mean, 50% of the money that comes in on the uh, agent splits is paid back out to the agents that help build the company who bring other agents in. So 
Oh, yeah, man, people don't just... understand. A lot of people don't even with EXP understand that the 50-50 initiative by being a public right. company. So and committing to that because all of us got dividends at the beginning of the year because right. of it. That's right. Yeah, that's so. right. So. Super important. Well, um, man, I know guys, we've gone way. No, no, no. You guys have crushed it. I've absolutely enjoyed this. I, this is perfect. We we'll do we this like all day, man. This is all in God's timing, right? So God meant for us to go 50 minutes on this bad boy. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. So uh, a few things we just want to touch on uh, as okay. we kind of conclude this. Uh, number one, thank you so much for coming on here. This has been absolutely amazing. Um, number two, if you're an agent and you're watching this and you're thinking about um, uh, swapping brokerages. We're like more information. Um, you can reach out to Chad, Jen Beasley, uh, or you can reach out to me. It really doesn't matter. I'd love for you to touch base. If you felt like you, you really, um, are like kindred spirits with Jen and Chad and you've been in the business <laughs> for a while and you had a beeper and you're like, Oh my God, we need to talk to <laughs> uh, I think this is the opportunity to talk to them. Right. And, and, uh, and as you can see, they're a lot of fun to be with and, and growing yeah. a great organization over there. So, uh, chadbeasley.com and I'm sure we can yeah. find your contact information on there. Is that right? Yeah, my, my phone number is 205-401-2423. If you have trouble remembering that, it's 205-401-CHAD. <laughs> <laughs> There's another right. marketing tip We're for you. Get your phone number to spell your name. We're definitely know, they, living They didn't proof. have Alex available, so. Aww. But we're living proof that growing up in the dinosaur age, we can be a part of a technology-based company. That's it's right. It's not that hard. That's right. I think yeah. it's a thing it's, of beauty, but, um, and it connects awesome. and it connects us. Right. So right. Uh, we yeah. probably wouldn't know each other otherwise. So that's right. um, hopefully I'll see you guys. That's what's been cool. I mean, you know, between going to Vegas and, uh, yeah. shareholders, uh, in, you know, oh. EXP con in Vegas, shareholders in Orlando, all that, just the opportunities to, get together with other people that are part of our, you know, organization in, in the state and then people from all over and stuff. And so it, it's been fun just getting to know agents from all over the place and share I'm ideas. I'm so glad you said that because it's the perfect time to talk about this. If you are watching this and you're a real estate agent and you want to check out EXP and do your due diligence, please come to EXPCon oh, in oh, October 11th through the 14th, yeah. I'm pretty sure. It's in Vegas yeah. at the Mandalay Bay. Yours truly will be there. Jet, Chin, Jed. Oh, yes. We're there. Chin, that's what I Wouldn't call you. <laughs> Jennifer, Chin. Jad, Jennifer, whatever you call no, it. We should, uh, we should but yes, uh, and absolutely. So if you get in touch with, with either one of us, I know if you get in touch with me and you want to go, um, I will pay for your, your, your entry ticket into the event. So you just got to get there. The finale um, party is worth the price of the, of, of entry. They, they throw some good parties at, at these things. It's pretty cool. That's right. That's right. Well, good stuff. Well, thank you guys so much for coming on. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed this. Uh, make sure to give a thumbs up or hit the like button. Uh, make sure to share this with any other fellow agents that you, that you know, may want to hear more about Jen and Chad's story or more about EXP. We'd love to touch base and uh, we will see you guys on the next interview. Thanks guys. Thanks.